It's the truth on WTMJ with Dr. Ken Harris. So, you know I'm sensitive. You're sensitive. I'm sensitive too. No, you're not. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's hurtful. They can say what they want to say. It's America. And if you disagree with it, it's okay. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studio at the Avenue, here's Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Denise Thomas is on assignment, having a great evening somewhere and God knows where. And I'm here with, um, what's your name again? Uh, um, what's his name again? What, what's your name again? Evan, it's nice to meet you. Oh, so. Oh, it's been a while. Hey, wrong name. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Good to see you, Evan. It's it's been like a literally a month of Sundays. Yeah, yeah, it's been that way. It's there been was like one, a couple of months of Sundays, like before I think Christmas. right before Christmas, and then yeah. it's been Packers or Bucks or holidays. Those then. those little professional teams. Then, uh, sorry to all you Packer fans for the Packers not uh, winning last night. I was I was rooting for them, and so I guess next time. Uh, Mr. LaFleur will tell them to not go for it on four and two and actually kick the field goal. So they missed one and they went on fourth down and didn't get it. And they could have actually kicked two field goals and they would have been up six and they would have won the game. So, and actually, had they not missed, they would have been up nine. So. I found it interesting that everybody started bashing Jordan Love all of a sudden. Oh, see, we got this. Okay, stop. Stop. Oh, you're going to racialize it and make it. But I'm like, so if this kid had been like, I mean, the way you treated Ray Rhodes was just disgraceful. He was eight and eight and you got rid of him. Idiotic. Next guy comes in. He's what? Nine and seven. And you keep him. Basically the same thing. And you still didn't go to postseason. So I'm I'm not really up on Packer fans and their their um idiosyncrasies. It's just Wisconsin, period. Even though I I live here, I love it here. I've been here thirty years here, but there's some glaring issues in Wisconsin. We're gonna talk about some of that. Um, tonight, if you would like to give us a call, the WTMJ Talk and Text line is a five five six one six one six twenty. You can also check us out on what 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 is it at six twenty WTMJ on yep X, on YouTube X and YouTube. So come check us out and you know listen. Throw something in the chat. I'll scream and holler at you, and you can scream and holler at me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So, Morgan Geiser, um, some of the topics we're going to have tonight. Morgan Geiser, should she be released? She's 21 years old. She got locked up when she was 12. Um, she was found guilty of attempt, first-degree intentional homicide, but then found not guilty due to mental disease or defect. And don't get upset. That's just that's the... That's that's the statute. That's what it is. But I, I, I always found it interesting that that she's filed another petition to be released. 
And I mean, was the 10 year old kid in Milwaukee who shot his mother? They found him to be competent. Well, first of all, if you're 10 years old and you commit a crime, I don't think you're competent. That's just me. And if you disagree with anything, if you agree, you want to talk about it, give us a call. I, I don't I don't think I mean, if your brain isn't developed at 12 and you have a mental disease or defect, I found it interesting that out in Waukesha County, all of a sudden they found her mentally, you know, not fit. And, and granted, I think one of them, if it wasn't Morgan, I don't know which one it was, had diagnosed schizophrenia. But what about a 10-year-old? If you're 10 years old and you commit a crime, homicide, attempt homicide, theft, I don't think you're competent. I don't think a 10-year-old is competent to do anything but use coloring books and draw pictures and go to school and learn how to read and all that stuff. So I found that difference interesting. Why is there talk that the black voter turnout is going to be low already? And we haven't had one election, not one primary. And we're already talking about how it's going to be low. What does that even mean? They're projecting it to be down. And I don't understand that. We're also, uh, when we come back from the break, we're we're going to talk about um, our good friend, Mr. DeSantis, who is now not um, running. He dropped out of the race today. And so I want, I want to know your thoughts about that. Where do you go from here? If you were going to vote for DeSantis and now you're not because he's gone, what are your thoughts? 833-212-1017 is, oh, wrong number. See, I'm used to being on the truth. See, I'm in front of a microphone. I got headphones on. And instead of saying 855-616-1620, I said 833. And it's actually 855-616-1620. WTMJ talking text line. Are you voting for who? If you supported DeSantis and DeSantis just dropped out, are you going with Nikki Haley? Will she even be in by the time they get to Wisconsin? Or are you going to Donald Trump? I'm interested because I want to know because I, I have some 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 things to talk about. I've got some comparisons between Trump and Biden and things Trump said and things Biden said and things people believe. And I'm going to tie it into a nice little knot because we're going to be talking about us. That's right. The media. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. You are here tonight. Talking text line said he's young and he's doing well. Yes, he is. Um, Made a few mistakes. Actually, he didn't make mistakes. They played a better team and his teammates did not tackle anybody. So I don't know what that was about. Um, 855-616-1620. See, Evan, I got it right. Had to look at it first. Um, Why is there talk of black voting in Milwaukee projected to be down this year? So let's look at a few things. If you have any comments about this whole political thing, DeSantis just rolling out and not doing anything anymore. But yet he threw his support behind Donald Trump. 
Now, I'm wondering who Donald Trump's vice president is going to be. Now, in all fairness and, and being totally authentic, um, if I had to vote between Donald Trump and President Joseph Biden and the former President Donald Trump, I'm not voting for either of them because they're two old guys in their 80s. Makes absolutely no sense. We need a cutoff for president. Like, you can't run for president after you reach the age of 75. Like, that's your cutoff. 75. If you win election before 75, then you can get reelected. But what you can't do is run your first time. If you're 75 and over, I don't think they should have that for just the presidency. I think it should stretch into the other branches of government as well. Well, local is a little different. Not necessarily it's 75 not per se, but we shouldn't have a 90 year old uh, senator in who's obviously in mental decline and the senator from California, um, Feinstein, who passed away not long ago. Okay. But that's who the voters wanted. True. So in that instance, I get it. Her her finger wasn't on anybody's button, least of all her cell phone. So you know, I have to worry about that. But as president, as the as the leader of the free world, I see no positiveness of having an eighty year old in the office. Now, if you compare the two, Donald Trump's has um, significantly more. Of his faculties. However, every now and then you'll see slippage with him too. So my question is, which one you're voting for? I don't know. Biden has really done nothing for the black community. Well, he's supposed to do things. He represents all of America. Right. We're part of America. Blacks tend to vote Democrat. And so essentially, there's really no interest in many areas in the Republican Party. The other side of that is the pub, the Republican Party does a absolutely poor job at going after the black vote, black people in the party. And then when black people get in the party, if they don't toe the line, they're ostracized, pushed out, moved out because it's like a little fiefdom. I'm sorry. That's how it is here in Milwaukee. Put it like that. So having a Republican Party headquarters in on the north side of Milwaukee. That's one thing, right? That's that. That's one thing. But when you have to go through all the hoops in order to be a part of it, well, that's that doesn't make any sense. So it's not even palatable. You're not talking about anything that affects the black community. You're not looking at anything that affects the black community. And so at some point, why bother? Their sentiment seems to be black people will not vote Republican. But there are some things that were said by Donald Trump 
when he ran in 2016. And he said, quote, he told black Americans, he said this in Detroit, Michigan. What do you have to lose by trying something new like Trump? You're living in poverty. Your schools are no good. You have no jobs. 58% of your youth is unemployed. What the blankety blank do you have to lose? Well, first of all, black people are not living in poverty. Many people in America are living in poverty, but, well, you know what? I'm not going to break my own rule. I'm going to give the numbers. So when we come back, I'm going to give you numbers on poverty in America. And I think you might find it interesting because the numbers don't lie. But you know what? Percentages do. Your thoughts? WTMJ talking text line is 855-616-1620. DeSantis, no more. Now we got Trump and Biden. Is Nikki Haley even on the chessboard? Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. 855-616-1620 is the number. So let's look at some poverty numbers. Let's let's look at actual numbers from the United States government. Poverty in America, I believe as of 2022, these are 2022 numbers, 11.2%. There are 37.9 million, and, and these numbers won't add up because I didn't include Hispanics, Asians, and all that. Um, poverty, 11.2%, which makes up 37.9 million Americans that are living in poverty. So they set a number. This is a salary for a family of four on average. And if you make this much money, then you're in poverty. Got it? Okay. But for blacks, it's 17.1%. That's the poverty rate. For whites, it's 8.6%. That's the poverty rate. So who's worse off? Blacks or whites. Well, one of the issues you have and one of the issues you don't know, one of the issues, one of a piece of information you don't have, which is also something that they did with COVID, is that there's information that's missing when we make that statement. Number one, blacks were 17.1%, but that made up only 8.2% of the population of blacks in America. 8.2 million. Think about that. The white poverty rate in America was 8.6%, right? So you would say it's a lower percentage, but in actual numbers, because there are 231.9 million whites in America and only about 47,000 blacks, that actually makes it the number 19.8 million whites in poverty. There are clearly more white people in poverty in actual numbers than blacks. But what we always do is we compare the two groups based on percentages because then we don't have to look at the actual truth about America. So when we talk about the 
welfare moms and the welfare queens and all this other garbage and we go into the black community or Hispanic community, what they should be doing is looking at everybody. But we don't do that. Whenever you hear poverty, you think black. When in fact, there are more white people that are living in poverty. Now, I think it's a travesty for anybody to live in poverty. But I digress. Percentages lie. And so then you have to look at it. Is this misinformation or is it disinformation? And many people don't know the difference. Many people haven't been trained as journalists. So they have no understanding and no idea as to what that actually means. And so when we come back, I really want to talk about why we have this fantasy information that black people are significantly more worse off than everybody else. Why the media constantly shows one group being better than another group, but then they never show the same issues all of the groups have in common. Because if you do that, it's going to show actual real numbers. And that's a little disconcerting if you really think about it. That's a little disconcerting. But yet we pretend like, well, that's terrible. We do it with voter ID. We do it with food. We do it with hunger. We do it with domestic violence, crime across America. So when we come back, I want to I, I wanna dive into the difference between black and white, which, in my understanding, isn't racial. In my understanding, it is not racial. The difference between us. I want to really talk about how we look at information and how many times it's either misinformation or disinformation. I'm going to give you a definition of each, and I want to know your thoughts on it so that we can be on the same page and then go back once we know that and start looking at things in communities and figuring out, are they really telling the truth? Are the sources of data you're getting okay? We'll we'll dive into social media as well. WTMJ talking text line is 855-616-1620. Is it misinformation or is it disinformation? Back to the truth on WTMJ. You're listening to the truth on TMJ 855-616-1620. You know, next time I read the wrong um, telephone number, just go on the air and say, hey, stupid. It's the wrong number. What's wrong with you? Okay. 855-616-1620 is the number. So we talked about before the break, poverty in America is at 11.2% overall, 37.9 Americans live in poverty. For blacks, is 17.1%. For whites, is 8.6%. But in actual numbers, there's 8.2 million blacks in poverty, and there are 19.8 million whites in poverty. And so percentages lie. Percentages make it look worse than it 
actually is. Is it bad for everybody? Absolutely. I would say yes for everybody. The issue I'm having is this. The information that we're given, is it misinformation or disinformation? So what is misinformation? Well, misinformation is incorrect information that's not meant to harm. Um, if I give you information of 17.8% of blacks on in, in poverty and 8.6% of whites in poverty, that's misinformation. It's accurate. It's just not precise. Precise would be telling you that 8.6% or 19.8 million whites are in poverty and 171 or 8.2 million blacks are in poverty. And then you make up your mind which one is worse. But in actual numbers of people, there are more people in poverty in America that don't look like me. But as I said before, it's a problem if anybody's in poverty. Right? So then it comes down to which one is it? Is it misinformation or disinformation? Misinformation is incorrect information not meant to be harmful. It's simply misstated. It can be looked at as a lie. It can be looked at as whatever. It can be purposeful, but it's misinformation. Whereas disinformation is a little different. Disinformation is spread purposefully and meant to be harmful. It is what we call fake news. Can it be combined? Sure. There are good examples on both sides of what people meant. Biden and Trump. Where misinformation and disinformation was given. Some of the things I listen to Fox News harp on are truly in, in, inconsequential. Some of the things I hear CNN harp on are truly inconsequential. We've got these surveys and everybody says, oh, this is true. No, that's true. This is true. No, that's true. Because they add or remove or put bits of information. I've actually watched people cut off speeches people were giving to make it sound like it was saying one thing. But then if you listen to the whole thing, it was different. And we let it go. Why? Confirmation bias. We love hearing stuff that that makes us, you know, we agree with only. And that's unfortunate. It's it's really unfortunate. But then no one will correct it. And so that's why I'm a little afraid of what will happen if we continue to do this. And so is social media to blame? Or is it the people that are listening and reading to blame? Well, I hate to say it. I blame you because you don't take the time to listen to what people are telling you and then go see if the facts are true. You hear it and, oh, my God, right? That's why influencers are idiotic. I've got an influencer. We think that when someone says, hey, 
20 million people follow this person. I say so. But until we start to do some things like disregard politicians as leaders and think for ourselves and do for ourselves, America's in trouble. I'm afraid of what might happen if Donald Trump and Joe Biden run again. I'm afraid of what will happen if either of them win. What will the other side do? I don't trust the Democratic Party or Democrats. I don't trust the Republican Party or Republicans to do what they are, well, to do what they should do. Lose, lose gracefully, and move on. But that doesn't seem to be the case. And for all you people who are so, you know, such staunch um, Democrats and Republicans that if the other side wins, you're going to move, I'm buying tickets. I'm saying that jokingly, of course. I'm buying tickets. Canada, Mexico, wherever. I'll buy you gas. You can drive there. Because when Barack Obama became president, people said, oh, my God, I'm going to move to Canada. It's got to be a terrible country. He'll destroy it. And it didn't happen. Oh, gosh, if Donald Trump becomes president, the world's going to end. And it didn't happen. So all I'm asking you to do is move. Because there's too much information that we're not getting. And so we got to figure out how do we teach people how to actually figure out what news is good. Like when you hear a story, how do you figure out if what you're hearing is accurate or even precise? How do you figure out whether or not the information that you have is legitimate. And when we come back, we're, we're going we're gonna to kick that around. But I want to know your thoughts. 855-616-1620. What, what, what do you think? How do you figure out if information you're getting is legitimate? Is it, is it, is it accuracy? Is it precision? I mean, it won't be precise. No one ever is precise. But what can we do in order to make sure once this election is over, America doesn't implode? This is The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. Didn't he just say that? Anyway, 855-616-1620. Mm. No, I was I was just looking at the the touchdown that Buffalo just scored, and that looks suspect. That looks a little suspect. Mm. You ready? Mm. All together now. So before the break, we were we were gonna dive into disinformation or misinformation, and. I don't really know um, 
how we use social media because we don't teach people how to figure out whether or not the information they have is accurate, is true. And so we get, you know, Acme News Service, you know, Joe Blow News Service, that when you look up the story, there are more ads on the page than there is news. So anytime you got to scroll through six or seven ads to read the whole story, you know those stories where when you scroll, the story moves, but the ad stays behind it, so you're always seeing different It's ridiculous. I don't look at that as a legitimate news source. If you have too many ads on your news website, I, like, totally dismiss you. Doesn't make any sense at all, but yet that's what people do. So for me, I think it's important to find out. So if you read a story on, let me let, let me think of a good place, Associated Press, they're decent, and Associated Press says uh, six twenty WTMJ reports right. Read the story, and then go to 620 WTMJ and look at the website to see where the story came from. Did the reporter write it? Is it a legitimate reporter? I was looking at something today, and I'm watching it, and I'm looking at what it's doing. And after about 10 seconds, I realized I was literally watching an AI-generated video. And I thought to myself, wow. So how long has that been going on? And we assume what we're watching is accurate. The face, the person, you know, put a person in a car, put a, put a woman in the car with them. Hey, look, I got a picture of so-and-so. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Well, how do you know it's actually true? Well, look, it's them. Well, is it? I can literally use artificial intelligence to generate things. So I don't know if social media is the place. So what we really need to do is sit down, go through the sources, find a legitimate source, and then from there decide what we want to believe and don't want to believe. But what we can't do is actually think that just because we heard it, we should just pass it on and it'll be fine. And then once the algorithm kicks in, you can't figure out whether it's information, misinformation, or disinformation. And that's what scares me about this election. I don't know what to believe when people report things. I don't know what to believe. That scares me. And we have to be careful so that we don't report information and report things that are not accurate. That we don't report things and then find out later that really didn't happen. And then what do we do? How do you correct it? 
How do you go, oh, yeah, we got that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I know it's true because of this or that. Or I'm like, mm, no, you really don't know because you haven't vetted it. And what scares me is that we have a generation of youth, millennials and Gen Z, who may not have been taught how to vet an accurate news story. And that scares me. I think DeSantis should have stayed in and broaden it out and get and, and hold people honest. Now it's down to two. And then we are where we are. And then social media is going to kick in and God knows what stories we're going to get about Trump and DeSantis and Biden and on and on and on. But I think it's unfortunate because we have youth who are not, they don't go to church, they don't vote, they want to work eight hours and go home, they don't do a lot of community work, they don't do a lot of social service work, they don't do a lot of service, and if we keep going down this road, it's going to get interesting. I know in the 8 o'clock hour, I'm going to try to wait till the 8 o'clock hour. I really want to dive into my fears if Donald Trump wins or Joe Biden wins. Yes, I know Joe Biden is the incumbent, but I'm afraid. And in the 8 o'clock hour, I'll actually tell you why. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ, 855-616-1620. Yeah, we're jumping around all over the place. Um, Looks like the Lions won, so they'll be going. I kind of like the Lions. I kind of like the Lions. Like, I was kind of on the Chiefs' side, but I don't know. In all honesty, I don't really care about professional sports only in that I don't get paid to play. So I'm not really, you know, I'm I'm not really, Oh my gosh, we got to get him. (laughs) Like I'm not getting paid millions of dollars to play. I just think about all those players in their thirties, mid twenties, who in 20 years will have significant injuries and pain. And I think, and I think that's the, most promising thing for me, promising. No, it's not promising. The most blessed thing for me, having not played professional sports. Because I love baseball. Like, I absolutely love baseball. Like, that's all I did growing up. I played softball all the time. Like, if softball was a professional sport, I would play it. Even today. You know, run my old self around the bags and all that. Yeah, absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, 855-616-1620 is the number. I'm I'm just, I'm just, I'm telling you, in the 8 o'clock hour, I'm going to give you my understanding, my belief of what will happen if each 
I guess I can say old man wins. Octagon is eight, right? So we have two octogenarians that are going, that are vying for presidency. Like that's all we could do. Like that's the best we can do. Orange and white. Like is that those two colors don't even go together. Like that's the best we can do. Joe Biden and Donald Trump. And I know there are a lot of Trump lovers. There are a lot of Joe Biden lovers. I get it. I get it. I get it. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm torn. I mean, I'm not torn between Biden and Trump. I'm torn at what will happen. Like, what will happen if one wins? So, in the 8 o'clock hour, what I'm going to do, and I guess I'm going to flip a coin. Does anybody even have a coin anymore? I may have to go online and get a... um, you know, randomizer and put Joe Trump, Joe, Joe Trump, put Joe Trump and um, Donald Biden in. Right. And then I'll I'll flip it. <laughs> I'll put President Biden and I'll put former President Trump's name in and I'll just hit the randomizer. Whoever's name comes up first. That's who I'll talk about what will happen. And so what I'll do is I'll structure it where I'll say this person won. This is the percentage that I think this person won by. And then this is what will happen in America. And then I'll flip it to the other guy and say, this is the percentage I think they'll win by if they win. And this is what will happen. I think some of it you may go, hmm, really? And then some of you will go, um, no. Because the state of Wisconsin is going to be, I believe, the state that is going to determine who the next president of the United States is. Weren't we last last time? Did we turn in our votes last when, when, um, when, when Trump won? They like withheld and we're going really slow because it looked like, I mean, they, they knew who won. It was electronic voting. I mean, you just press the button and, and it went downtown. So I don't really understand what that was about. But I, but I think they, they kind of withheld because I guess they thought somebody else was going to come in or something. And it didn't. And Donald Trump ended up winning. And then Hillary Clinton wouldn't talk to him. So those kind of things. Just kind of weird. Just kind of bizarre. But we also know. That strange things can happen like January 6th. And we'll talk about that too. What it was, what it wasn't. Why people supported it, why people didn't. All those things. Let's have a conversation about it. 855-616-1620 is the number. That's the WTMJ talk and text line. We've got ABC News coming up. And when we come back, what happens when the other guy wins?